Hi guys, and welcome to Oh Crumbs, the gluten-free podcast. With me, Sarah Howells, the gluten-free blogger. And me, Laura Strange, my gluten-free guide. Hi guys, and welcome to our Oh Crumbs Christmas special. Have you missed us? Because we have missed you. So um, much. I know it's only been a month, but it's felt like a lifetime to us. And we are back today with a very festive one-off special episode before we launch series two in early 2020. And a lot of Prosecco was consumed during the making of this After Hours podcast. Mm-hmm. So prepare for it to go rapidly downhill. <laughs> well, we wanted to channel the true spirit of the festive season, which is yeah. general merriment and a bit of chaos. We interviewed three, well, she had a lovely casual chat with three lovely fellow gluten-free guests during this episode, talking about all things party season, really, from Christmas dinners to how you manage office Christmas parties, like what food you eat, party food that's out there. So stay tuned for our big old chat with them. But first, we thought we'd just have a bit of a chat about what we're doing for Christmas. Yeah. Um, as regular listeners know, we both have celiac disease, so everything we eat is going to be gluten-free. I don't know about you, Laura, but I think my like meat of choice for Christmas is beef, but I do love like a slow-cooked ham. And yeah, recently, um, I found out if you cook ham in Krabby's, which is gluten-free, in yeah. a slow cooker, so good. Oh, dream. Yeah, I'm all about the Christmas ham. And so at Christmas, we have turkey to keep it classic and ham. And I've got to admit, I basically don't have any turkey at all. I'm just straight in there with the Christmas ham. <laughs> um, no, you're right. Slow cooked ham's really good. I've got so recipe good. on my blog, which is like, it's basically in pineapple juice. Ooh. And then it gets like a honey glaze on it and you roast it in the oven. And that's really good because you can do that in advance. So that's quite handy. Like if you've got a busy Christmas day, I'm big with you on the slow cooking. I think that's handy. And that's one I do in the oven because I don't have all the fancy kit. <laughs> You say fancy kit, I have a very decrepit slow cooker, which I think has go- gone down through about two or three generations. <laughs> but I mean, to be honest, Christmas Day, my main focus is on the roast potatoes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> They've got to be crispy. Mm. Oh, just, I love a roast potato. So with roast potatoes at home, obviously so easy to do gluten-free. If you're going to someone's house, just double check that they haven't used flour on them because some yeah. people dust the roast potatoes with flour. I do. Um, yeah. With gluten-free flour. But it works so, so well crispy. with gluten-free flour, doesn't it? Yeah. So like that's a good workaround. And then I guess really, like we have such a classic Christmas dinner, just all the trimmings. Yeah, all the sides, everything you think of. Brussels sprouts with pancetta is my favourite. Mm. Oh, I made um, chestnut stuffing last oh, year, which was good. Yeah, stuffing. Should probably put that recipe on the blog. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll do that. In the flow notes, guys, we are going to link loads of recipes, Christmas guides, like between the two of us, we have got you covered. Sarah's ebook is also a great one to uh, make some recipes okay. from. And yeah, but you've got so many, it's specifically Christmas ebook, right? Yeah, so it's got basically, it. if you haven't heard me talking about it consistently on social media, I've released an ebook. It's like 40 pages and it's all loads of tips for Christmas as well as recipes. Going to do a little discount for Old Crumbs listeners. So if you put Old Crumbs in the checkout, you'll get 10% off. But we'll put all the details of that in the show notes. I don't want to turn this into an advert for me. Me, me, me. No, but you work really hard on it and it's a really great book. So it's worth having a look at. (laughs) Speaking of all things Christmas dinner, we're going to move on to the first of our interviews for this Christmas special because... Although Sarah and I are just gluten-free, we had a chat with two guests who have to contend with other dietary requirements at Christmas. 
So we spoke to um, one of our guests that we've already had on the show, which is Bryony Hopkins. She has IBD and she is gluten and dairy free. Mm -hmm. And then we also spoke to the lovely Lottie Drynan from the Tummy Diaries, who we will actually be interviewing in season two. And she has IBS and she also follows the low FODMAP diet. So there are so many allergens to contend with there. Mm -hmm. And we thought it'd be really interesting to hear how they deal with everything from Christmas dinner to parties... It was just a really great chat, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Really good to hear, like, the other perspective on, like, how you... Makes gluten-free Christmas seem really easy. So easy. Well, how do I even start this? I'm just going to start... So we're here with... It's generally how we're <laughs> recording. Happy, happy, happy Christmas. Do a ho-ho-ho. Okay. <laughs> oh, where's the bell? A bell, Yes. Happy Christmas! <laughs> we are here with Lottie Drynan from Tommy Diaries. Hello! And Bryony Hopkins from A Belly Full Of. Well, Hello! Actually, technically now you're just Bryony Hopkins. I'm just the Bryony Hopkins. And yeah, we're, yeah, so we're having a, a, a chat with these lovelies today. We're obviously uniting series one and two. Because Bryony's already been our, a guest in our series one by the end of the year. And we've got Lottie. Special <gasps> episode coming up in next year in series Ooh. two. Woo-hoo. Thanks for joining us for our O Crumbs After Hours fun. Yeah. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for inviting us. Um, <laughs> we can just Laura do that at any time. We're not sure what to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's instead of tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a tumbleweed. Oh, <laughs> well, we kind of wanted to have a chat with you guys. But are you just smashing things? Sorry, I'm smashing. Sarah's <laughs> two glasses in, and she is gone. I'm seven. <laughs> <laughs> we like to keep our guests well fed and watered. Um, but the festive season, right, can be an absolute nightmare to navigate. Like between all of us. We've got all the dietary requirements. Yeah. Every single yeah. one going. Yeah. Think, so, so two celiacs here. Yeah. And then... Yeah, so I'm gluten and dairy free. I'm gluten, garlic, onion, and a few promiscuous others. So. <laughs> promiscuous? <laughs> what, what are they? <laughs> a two promiscuous a cheeky little mushroom. And we'll see how the night unravels. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe at the end we'll get the answer. <laughs> so like, what on earth? So we all eat on Christmas Day, like gluten-free Christmas dinner is fairly easy to do. Yeah. We like to chat yeah. out with our other guests, but right. So maybe we start with gluten and dairy-free. So gluten and dairy-free basically just means anyone I'm having Christmas lunch with also has to be completely gluten and dairy-free, yeah. and that is just yeah. yeah. But I mean, we were talking about it. it does make life easier, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, hundred percent. It's not hard to do. I think the dessert thing is a bit problematic with the gluten and dairy thing dairy free yeah. because lots of the good gluten free desserts are just like littered with milk and cream and butter oh, and no. all the creamy good stuff that makes things taste nice <laughs> um, all, the all the Christmas stuff but actually my granddad always used to make this dessert called caramel oranges I'm not sure anyone else in the world makes this no. dessert but it's really delicious it's basically like sliced like Christmas oranges in like a what's a Christmas orange I mean it's just an orange but it's Christmas <laughs> on Christmas <laughs> Orange, but the Christmas day, yeah, not even always glitter. <laughs> glitter is optional. The glitter is optional. Okay. Yeah, and then with like a caramel sauce, so we always have that, and then we always have like my grandma always does like a summer fruits type thing, and then we'll just have some dairy free ice cream going. Nice yeah. dairy free ice cream. So yeah, like my husband is obsessed with the. Oh no, what's the one? What's the really nice brand? <gasps> Booja Booja. 
Oh, we haven't tried that one. Oh, oh that is delicious. Oh, that is Swedish glass, yes. raspberry yeah. ice cream. Dave likes it more really? than normal ice cream. He's wow. not dairy free. He's just, my mum is actually intolerant, so he's always like, can I have some <laughs> Jenny? She's like, yeah, sure, share my ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that, yeah, they're definitely good. There's definitely good options. There's not good options for cream that I've found. Mm. So like Oatly do a uh, dairy free vegan cream but obviously it's not gluten-free friendly yeah um and then there's a soya version that i'm like mm. i'm not vibing either That's so basically nice. i go for a might have bought that today to have for our dessert which is great because i can't have soya so oh, this no. is- <laughs> literally was like looking at everything and was like okay we can't do ice cream because it's cream but i'll get the lacto-free cream i'm like no brownie can't have that yeah i think oh, we've got enough food no. yeah. so yeah alpro soya and the lacto-free thing have a nice yeah. apple tart by itself it'll be delicious <laughs> i can't wait the lacto-free thing adds such a like a layer of confusion though as well don't you mm. think because i've had so many relatives serve me lacto-free yeah but actually that's oh, yeah. still so that's still milk that's yeah, still yeah, dairy yeah, yeah. and i think um, lacto-free is much easier than dairy-free because dairy yeah. everything tastes the same so if i have lacto-free cream or lacto-free cheese it tastes exactly the yeah. same yeah, yeah, whereas totally dairy-free it could then be a coconut yeah flavored cheese which or, is just not because it's yeah. someone who i can eat have lactose and dairy and it's fine and so my mom all those products taste exactly the same yeah. as normal milk yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever they've got is. but surely like garlic and onion free that must be much more yeah. tricky yeah. with Christmas it's definitely tricky so we in the past few Christmases we've been quite lucky Ross has got a massive family and what we do is bring a dish so we'll bring like five dishes so I can nice. have maximum and everyone is very good with that I think the thing that I worry about the most is spoons so because mm, yeah. we can't double dippers double, yeah, double dippers no mm. so watch we need maximum spoonage in all the different yeah. dishes and everyone's very understanding i think i've got very lucky with the family so and everyone oh, everywhere. Prosecco <laughs> down <laughs> lick it off the floor don't waste don't waste i'm so sorry mm. <laughs> my drink. interrupting sorry um, oh, I'm no so i would say try like when so what we do is bring bring a dish but what i would try and do is bring the dishes that would contain the flour so say like yeah. a cauliflower cheese or something like that that would contain flour onion or garlic and then i would be in charge of that and then other things that i know so say for example someone else doing parsnips i can't have honey so that's quite an easy one to say could you do oh, maple really? syrup yeah or could you just yeah. do salt and pepper yeah. or whatever yeah. so i try and take charge of the ones that are most um like risky and just be really conscious of the spoons i I look selfish and it is also not even it's not selfish no, though it never be used because I don't know because I go first I was going to say I help but myself that's not yeah. selfish either he'll <laughs> be like Laura you go first it would be yeah. selfish if you took everything oh no I do take most of it yeah <laughs> The thing is, you've got to allow for second and thirds. Everyone else yeah, can go 100%. up second and third. Yeah, so true. I've got to pile my plate yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. enough We're to mountain. Feel, yeah, yeah, enough to fill second and thirds. Mm. So you just don't want to risk yeah. running out and then it be contaminated. So I think you you have to. Fair. What is it? Fail to prepare and prepare to fail. Yeah, so I think. Oh, Stock like up. Yeah. Such a good point there as well about family. Mm. about makers like obviously at Christmas you might be having meals with extended family who aren't with you all the time and understand yeah. all yeah. the ins and outs of your intolerances and, or allergies and why they affect you so it's really important to like make sure everyone's on board yeah. like parents and I think partners, that sometimes like a partner or having family. a friend or a mum like they can sort of like Fight take it corner. on for you and yeah, they yeah, almost yeah. announce it for you so you don't look yeah. like a total princess like, yeah. by the way 
Lottie can't have that, so make sure. And Ross is on guard, like he is on yeah. duty the whole time. Like, well, spoon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do you yeah. know what? Actually, my mother-in-law, she's really sweet, and she makes little labels that say Laura with a smiley face, oh, and she'll put them on like the dips, is... and she'll be like, "That's Laura's dip." So like, no, I'm like she'll yeah. like, it's really. So do not go and dip your bread in Laura's dip. Yeah, yeah. they're just like quite considerate. Yeah. And, like, I normally get a Lottie sweet. platter or something. Yeah, which is very, you always very expect cute. it from your own family. Like terribly, you just have that expectation that they'll be able to. I'm worried that I've gone like. A really like literally when I'm around everyone just eats gluten and dairy free I'm not sure that is the right I'm way to go it. about it, it. But what is it? Yeah. it makes it easier I think when it's just like you just cook it something yeah. everyone can eat and then you don't totally. have to worry about things like double dipping and yeah but also, like with dairy dip, like in a roast dinner. Sorry, double dip. I'm glad someone You lot. <laughs> with dairy food, there's not that much in a roast dinner that would have dairy, right? No. Not really, food. but then it just sneaks into like funny things like People salami might be Sweden mash and like with... Sweden mash with butter in it. Yeah. Or like oh, they might put their with... sausages in, I don't know, anyone who fries their sausages in butter, but they could be out there. You Gold. just don't know. Colin should have to fry my sausages in butter now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you just never know you just never know yeah i think but, for me like, gravy easy to switch it you're not like putting anyone out i don't think but I yeah know. i hope not maybe i should go and find out but it's yeah. also so your recently Christmas, recently it was um josh's dad's birthday and for his birthday cake he had full gluten and dairy free <laughs> just because i was present for the party <laughs> that's fantastic and i was like is this excessive but also not because i'd no. resize it so I think so yeah <laughs> It's the pressure then to eat yeah, as much yeah. of it as you possibly oh, can yeah. <laughs> to show you true appreciation. Yeah. Right, what about a low FODMAP stuffing? Very specific question, but like, does that exist? Is there anything? If it does, can someone please let me know? Because I haven't found one. I've just about mastered, well, I say I, Ross has just about mastered the gravy. So gravy is the hardest thing. Yeah. Like, with roast, you can also, like, really, garlic and onion, apart from your sausages, it's not in much stuff with a roast. So I could quite easily go for a gluten-free roast, like, at a restaurant, but it's a gravy. But, um, so Ross makes a really good one with just, like, wine, the juices of the vegetables Mm. and the meats and stuff like that, and a bit of gluten-free flour stuffing we haven't quite got there um so yeah please do write yeah. write in if you find like, <laughs> yeah. yeah is there any like sausage meat that yeah. i'm sorry i'm thinking so of my from head, a butcher's like, oh yeah so from a butcher's if you go to a butcher's most will be able to give you gluten and onion and garlic free so um, maybe make some sausage. sort of stuffing alternative mm. like yeah. a maybe one, that's but... my challenge maybe i should do that yeah, this year yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you can and report it, back yeah okay right maybe you can like dub that in at the end and I can let you know <laughs> <laughs> update business breaking <laughs> news <laughs> and how do you find things like party food because obviously for tonight we've got quite a platter that we've like put yeah on, we're looking at quite a platter right it now was a well it was until yeah, we did yeah. yeah we pretty much demolished it now <laughs> but like there's so many things you don't realise garlic onion and milk are in like how do you find party some party food I personally stay away. Yeah, I really. stay away. Unless really. it was just from a easier. friend. Unless or, it, yeah. Yeah, unless you know the person that's hosting it and you can rummage through the bin for the packaging. Then, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least tell me that you've done that. How most parties end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when the food's gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if someone's got come, someone coming around like, who's low FODMAP, like, keep the packets. Because yeah. it's all, even just gluten-free, keep the packets. Yeah. You can have a good look at it and yeah. decide if you can eat it or not. It's yeah. so helpful, right? Yeah. I think just, yeah, the party scene is just a complete minefield and I would rather eat before and mm. then go and enjoy the party and then eat after rather than yeah. like 
worrying about cross-contamination mm. or double dipping or any other type of dipping. <laughs> I'm always saying the party of double dipping. <laughs> really not the way. <laughs> yeah, I think most parties that I go to end up with me waking up in the morning going to us, so hungry. He's like, darling, you've had like six slices of Marmite toast last yeah. night. Gluten-free Marmite, don't worry. <laughs> but I, I will end it with toast because yeah. you just can't yeah. risk it. Yeah. Always. It's like Christmas party staple, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you go, you don't eat anything because you're not sure about the food. You drink way too much Prosecco and then oh, like, yeah. sat on the kitchen yeah. floor. I mean, there's a whole eat episode... Toast. Yeah, there's a whole episode to be done about how drunk you get because you're not eating. But yeah, I think so. I think you can cover that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till the end. I also love the image of you sitting on the floor in your kitchen eating the oh, Marmite toast. Honestly, Steve often finds me sat on the kitchen floor just eating like cheese on toast, and he yeah. just, he's just like, no. Mm, <laughs> no, that is a regular occurrence. Me, um, dairy-free cheese. Yeah. Mm. So have you had the, the gluten-free Marmite with the cheese on top? Like oh, Marmite and cheese. Yeah. Are the best, yeah, best combo ever. Although, and with so extra salt on top, and then dipping mayo. Someone said to me the other day, marmite and <laughs> avocado toast. Oh, okay. You basically, do toast and marmite, and then avocado. Well, did you see what I ate for oh, breakfast? Wow. Made a marmite hollandaise. Oh. oh my god, it sounded that amazing. It was, it was on her um, page yesterday. It looked amazing with the recipe. Wow. So there you go, free plug there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do for Christmas breakfast? Because like for me, it's like avocado salmon eggs mm. on toast but like what's like your breakfast of choice for christmas day yeah smoked salmon scramble yeah a little um like bloody mary mm, or cheeky. a little Bucks blini fizz. or a bucks fizz mm. yeah just get the alcohol going yeah, quite, yeah. so i can't have something with breakfast yeah, yeah. i can't day. have orange juice which sure. then means i'm on pure prosecco from can't about i think seven. that's also fine yeah it's it is so fine yeah. yeah i am i know so yeah i would go for personally a bagel with some lactose free cream cheese mm. smoked salmon scrambled eggs yeah that like would be it, like it christmas breakfast strong start today yeah and then do you then hold off till christmas lunch or like when do you eat Oh, all the way through crisps. Homemade oh, dip. yeah. yeah. Blinis. Yeah. My mum made some like little gluten-free blinis last year. Ooh, she actually nice. asked her for the recipe and then yeah. she put um, like some dairy-free cream cheese on them and smoked salmon and some chives. Yeah, oh, go on, yeah. yeah. And like brown bread and smoked salmon. We basically just have like so much smoked salmon. It's I'm literally so full. I yeah. can't yeah. eat my dinner. Yeah. yeah. And what about chocolates? Like, Bryony, are you finding that dairy-free chocolates are, like, getting better? So much better. Mm. There is so much choice. I actually always like dark chocolate as well. So mm-hmm. I, I eat a lot of dark chocolate. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. Nomo's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Nomo is amazing. This year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's probably the closest to real chocolate, isn't it? It is good. I do have a large pile of dairy-free advent calendars next door. Oh, oh, oh yes, from your recent. Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's it. Stuff in the pie and the gross soya yeah. cream. Let's have some chocolate. <laughs> I didn't say it was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what to get. Oh, <laughs> it's such a minefield. It's such but no, it's like dairy-free chocolate. I even got. I tried tried like that plain choc chocolate. I don't know if they make it by itself, but there's an advent calendar that has yes. it. Yes, yeah, which yeah. Which is dairy-free. Yeah. Mm-hmm so yeah. good mm. I, I, you could feel it to me I would assume it was normal chocolate yeah. like really smooth and yeah. lovely definitely and getting yeah. better yeah, yeah. 100% mm. like even when I was dairy free like five years ago it was just I can't even remember I think it was just some of the like supermarket basics sometimes oh. they just don't and melt they, in your mouth and they, they like, no they didn't yeah, they just exactly used to sort of like, sit there if you can hear that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it tastes that's isn't it that's literally how it tastes <laughs> 
It tastes like soya, which is yeah. like not like an oil just an rolling oil, like around just, in your yeah. mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It wasn't no. good. No, no. Dairy free oh, chocolates in the past. Can you get any nice like chocolate boxes like? Yeah, like, yeah, you can. Like, mm. M&S have just bought a really good one out this that year. Looks so good. Which oh. was really good. Like, all, like it? it was like a fruity one, so it had like a salted caramel crisp. That's not fruit, I realise. But raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> raspberry. And, like, blackberry. I actually bought one recently and just ate it, like, That's a chocolate, chocolate at night. Almost, like, this time of year, you get so many more, like, gluten-free, dairy-free, everything-free yep. products mm. that aren't necessarily available all year round. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I the shortbreads. Mm. The shortbreads, you get such good ones, yeah. Yeah. But that's like the Christmas season as well is all for eating. And so like yeah. Christmas parties can be a, 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 a yes, <laughs> and drinking. Mm. But like Christmas parties or like going out for meals with work colleagues can be a bit tricky, right? So yeah. when it's a big group situation as yeah. well, that's not just like your normal going out for dinner with your friends, you can no. sneaky call ahead. Like I know Lottie, like with your job you were saying a lot of the time you are part of the organisation for that. So yeah, I think can, like, if you involved. can take charge, yeah. take charge and you can just sort of like even if you can just volunteer to help organise it, then at least you can then go direct to the planet, yeah. like to the. I will always coordinate with the planner in yeah. terms of yeah. when, when at the location stage, so you can yes. be you, so you can know like where Before you're going, they set what the, the menus, menus yeah. are like. But I get that not everyone's as confident, or if you've just started a new job, mm. then that might not be possible. So I think. I, I do think it's okay to just be if you're not confident enough to say it to the person that's organising, just call call the restaurant up yeah. and explain to them, and at least then they've got the knowledge yeah, ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like that's not going behind anyone's back. Mm-hmm. That's just taking ownership and responsibility yeah, yeah. of your own health. Takes it so, yeah. off them as well. Like, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Exactly, yeah. and then at least you can say, oh, I, you could even say, oh, I've been there, or I've I've contacted them before, and yeah. it's okay. So they they then know not to stress about out mm-hmm. about it either. And then what about when it's the work Christmas party situation where there's like a, a buffet or something or some canapes and a lot of booze? Do you just smashed. go full out? <laughs> get smashed. Yeah. It's not only as I eat before. Yeah. Like eat as many carbs like, throughout the day. Yeah, exactly. The hard pile. Like carb load the whole day. Maybe even have like a carb snack in your bag if yeah. that's permitted oh, in the I'm venue. I'm for having secret handbag snacks. Yeah. 100%. Sesame Hello, snacks right. and um, rice crackers. I know not the most appetising but they've got a good solid amount of carbs yeah, to help. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've done this yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's good advice. Yeah. Safety first. And I think just like during the Christmas period in general, like aside from the food, it can just be so overwhelming. Like, I remember mm. last December, I literally felt like I had like three or four things every single evening plus what was going on at the weekend wow, and you just kind yeah. of have to like I think from like a self-care perspective just don't feel like you have to do everything like because Christmas day and boxing day are so precious with your family mm. like it's really important like to be able to be on top form for that you know, yeah. so many I remember people... in your stories you did yeah. a few like right I've actually just said no and I'm cancelling yeah. I said tonight. no to quite a lot of Christmas things yeah. last year I, just because actually I wasn't in a great place with my health and also I, I had Christmas and it was the first time that I was spending it with Josh and then we were going to Australia and that was like my main that was my focus like being on form for Christmas and being able to fly Mm. to Australia and actually like the I seem to have like seven Christmas parties which was like work Christmas parties alone which seemed wildly like ridiculous but I just like took the pressure off myself and just said like if I can't make it or I can just turn up for one drink and that is a soft drink like that's okay like you don't have to be everywhere don't like you're not letting anyone down yeah. And that's a really um, good point as well, like you said, looking after yourself during that period. But also, yeah. like, unfortunately, it's a time of year that you might be more likely to get glutened or 100%. be fed something yeah. that you shouldn't eat. So, like, have you got any tips for people, like, how to 
help yourself recover, how to look mm. after yourself if the worst has happened and you've got poorly from food? I think for me, my main things that help, so peppermint tea, a hot water bottle, yeah. and as much as you just want to stay in bed, I think after a little while, I think do try and just have a little walk yeah. or get like I think just try and flush it out with some water and a, I'm not saying go for a 10 mile run but how get yeah. out in the fresh air and a little walk and just try and get it just and don't be hard on yourself no. like it's not your fault and you know Christmas is gonna happen Christmas happens every single year yeah. like you know if you miss one Christmas drinks it's not the end of the world it's really not the end of the world it's just that period where everyone in your life suddenly wants to celebrate Christmas with you and it's an amazing thing but you know it will happen again next year Hmm. you and can't beat yourself up don't be hard on yourself when you have if you have got gluten like yeah. just give yourself that time and yeah. like yeah. say yeah then cancel the next day yeah. if you need to just take and it's not your fault out. you know sometimes you can do everything you possibly can and you can read every single packet and you can like avoid all the double dipping and it and something will just happen <laughs> yeah. like it just is what it is and yeah. you just can't like you just Mm. look after like you need to look out for your mental well-being as well as yeah. your physical well-being especially something like ibs stress is a massive contributor mm. to your symptoms yeah um and it is for a lot of sort of like mm. invisible illnesses so i think just yeah just know that if you take more time for yourself that is going to actually help age a, qu- a quicker recovery yeah 100 yeah. yeah. it's surely part of christmas is like snuggling on the sofa oh, and watching yeah. Christmas yeah i'm quite partial to a bit of elf Oh my god, yes. it's my favourite yes. film ever. Yeah. I know him! <laughs> is this why you keep calling me Buddy the Elf? You are Buddy the Elf, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, Sarah's been like bouncing around about Christmas stuff since, I swear, July. Have you not watched Elf before? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, right, I just had to check. Wait, I did meet someone the other day that hadn't and it was just horrific, so I just needed to clarify. I will get on board but it's like I can't go too early otherwise just you know takes away the joy I like this side of you I like Christmas Laura <laughs> wait till January like like and I'll be night again <laughs> well so guys thank you so much for joining oh, us thanks for having us yeah. yeah. um, next year you're working on something exciting together aren't you we, we are. are yeah oh, I guess our viewers are going to have to watch the yeah. Yeah. viewers can you tell us listeners, listeners? I always this readers just, I just can't they get it right Laura. they don't write they don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah can you tell us anything at all so it's a event it is an event uh, in the new year 2020 um, and all re- will be revealed soon yeah mm. I think it's, we're really excited about it we've got we need to calm ourselves down because it's yeah, basically we are very, we are quite a two week festival in our yeah. brains so we yeah, just actually yeah. the two of you combined is like the ultimate positive ball of just <laughs> joy yeah. yeah when we first so. met up we were like we I was like I'm very aware that I've got a bit excitable Brian is like yeah me too and we were like <laughs> We yeah. had the exact same idea. Like, yeah. Maybe let's rein it in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Start off with yeah. a small one. Like, so we, can we goes. really ask people to take two weeks annual leave for our festival? <laughs> Probably not. But that is the goal, guys. <laughs> Next year, 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Bryony E. Hopkins, and you can find my um, blog, www. W dot. I just suddenly <laughs> forgot how many W's there are on the internet. Yes. dot com. <laughs> and you can find me on at the Tommy Diaries on Instagram and www.thetommydiaries.com. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a lovely Christmas. Happy, Thank you. Happy Christmas. Christmas. Get the bells out. Happy holidays. No double dipping. <laughs> it gets much worse so yeah it's been too much you're already quit while you're ahead no i mean keep listening (laughs) so before we get on to our next guest we thought that we would answer some questions from you guys so the first question we got asked was do any gluten-free pre-made nut roasts exist so i thought i would just say quickly yes they do um i had a really nice one from waitrose which was made by clive's pies I think you can get it online as well, um, and it was in the frozen section. I've never had a nut roast before, but it was really good. I was going to say, I've literally never had a nut roast. What even is it? I don't... I mean, it just reminded me of stuffing, really. Ooh, nice. But, but like, in not. a good way, like, not too, yeah. like, over the top. It was really good. So, I mean, if you're looking for a nut roast, I don't really eat them, but that was one that I had, and it was very nice. So that is the answer to that question. Awesome. <laughs> um, I guess my suggestion was going to be, although it's not, like totally ready-made it's very easy to assemble at home you do a sort of vegetarian wellington type dish mm. using the just roll gluten-free puff pastry or asda also do a really no- other easy one so you literally roll the sheet out and then i recently tried um the linda mccartney lincolnshire veggie sausages because uh, one of my friends made me like basically veggie wellington oh, and nice. it was delicious so she used those for the filling and then to make it festive, maybe add in some like cranberry sauce and then you like wrap it all up, cook it in the oven. That'd be such, it would look really cool. You could make it into almost like a sausage plat style thing as well yeah. if you have the time. Like add some pastry decorations. Um, or if you're going around someone's house and you just want to take something quick and easy, I really like the Pie Minister um, gluten free pies. They do a Heidi oh, it's glu- so uh, vegetarian good. one, which is my favourite anyway. It's quite festive. Yeah. It's like goat's cheese and I think sweet potato. Oh, it's amazing. So yummy. Cranberry so... sauce on the side, festive pie. Oh, ooh, totally right. Cranberry sauce to anything and it makes it festive. So that's really good because we also got asked about gluten-free veggie Christmas dinner options. Um, so those would be great alternatives to a nut roast. And also there's loads of gluten-free party food and like nibbles and bits that are all vegetarian as well. Yeah, well, it's it's tricky, isn't it? Because a lot of the stuff is kind of meat-based. It'll be like yeah. the M&S range, for example. They've got loads of really nice party food and it'll all be like, oh, I don't know, whatever, pork belly squares. Obviously yeah. not ideal if you're veggie. Um, but we did find a few, didn't we, Sarah? That we tried We've been the other day. Them for you guys, so that you know, just let you know what's good. In the show notes, again, we've chucked in some party food guides. So go and have a look for the full range, because when recording this episode, like not everything had come out yet. So that's where you'll get the full remit. Um, some of the favourite ones that we tried were the Tesco mozzarella sticks. Oh, really good. So good. You described those as like pizza in a bite, didn't you? Which yeah, we get like, onto in one of these. Yeah, the like an inside-out pizza. Um, but. To be fair, most supermarkets do gluten-free mozzarella sticks now and they're not necessarily with the Christmas party food. So check it out and have a look through because you might find something you can eat there. Um, also, M&S spring rolls 
definitely recommend them. They are gluten-free. They're, again, not with the party food, but they are so good and they are vegetarian. Yeah, and then if you're vegan, M&S do a plant-based range and within that range there's a few there's like mozzarella sticks and the there's sweet potato yeah you show me those and there's sweet potato falafel or something like that and the annoying thing is though their vegan range may contain dairy and may contain egg really frustrating if oh, you're think that's ridiculous though like if you have allergens and also if i was vegan i still wouldn't want to risk maybe eating the things that i'm trying to avoid yeah so it's just like you said it's frustrating then if you've got a dairy allergy but anyway last year there were loads of choices as well so hopefully they'll be out again soon check out the guides that we've got for you definitely and another question we got asked well we got asked a couple of questions about mince pies people who want to make their own um asking for any tips and advice uh my top tip buy my christmas ebook <laughs> second plug of the episode guys but I will say, not to blow my own trumpet, but gluten-free pastry is, and I can say this because it's explicit, a bitch to make sometimes. <laughs> However, I found one that's really, really easy and it's easy to like make, it's easy to roll and cut. So I would definitely say buy my ebook. But also, <laughs> when you're shopping for stuff, things like the jars of mincemeat and that are generally all gluten-free. Always double check, but they are generally gluten-free. So it's quite easy to pick up all the ingredients and really you don't have to make a lot of substitutions other than like the gluten-free flour side of things. So if you found a recipe that you loved before celiac, try it like with mm-hmm. gluten-free flour and stuff because you might find that it works really well. Yeah, I haven't found any pre-made gluten-free short crust, crust pastry that Genius impresses me much. do one, but it's... I mean, there is a brand called mm. Baked to Taste and their pastry is quite good. I mean, it's frustrating because there is a little market stand at home which, hands down, does the best gluten-free pastry I've ever tasted. I'm trying to persuade him to do mail order, so if he does, mm-hmm. I'll let you know. But that genius one, that is the one that people are going to be able to get more readily in shops, yeah. isn't it? And it's it's okay, um, but... It does you've the got, job. You've got to faff around and roll it out as well. I would just say just make it, and like I won't mention any other recipes because I don't want to tread <laughs> on Sarah's toes, but... Um, yeah, I've enjoyed making a really good short crust pastry at home before because it's uh, it does work pretty well once you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, also, then you could always use one of those ready-made puff pastry sheets as well. I know it's yeah. a different type of mince pie, but it's still quite fun, and like that way you can make your homemade ones without having to fuss. And then don't forget that pretty much every supermarket sells gluten-free mince pies. Yeah. So you'll want to look in the free-from section of the supermarket. Um, honestly, I think most have. Uh, probably a couple of varieties from like plain to iced mince pies to giant orange and cranberry mince pies um so if you like them that's where to go i don't like mince pies um but the good news for me is at tesco we've got those like apple crumble topped apple pies which i know you were like it's not a mince pie yeah but they sound really good it's like a festive alternative for people like me who are a bit weird with christmas flavors (laughs) (laughs) anyone else out there like that i mean all the Christmas things, Christmas um, pudding, Christmas cake, mince pies. You just, I just want the chocolate and... I want yeah. a Yule log. Mm. A good, good recipe for that on my blog. Oh. Put it in the show notes. I've got a lemon meringue <laughs> Yule log recipe. So there you I'll go, go desserts are sorted. <laughs> Do you have any, any other questions, Sarah? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so now we should probably move on to our next guest. Uh, we'll yeah. warn you... A, this was a very Prosecco-heavy interview, <laughs> so we apologise for any naughty words and possible innuendos that oh, might appear. It in just this ended interview. up in the gutter. 
It Don't did. judge us. But we spoke to the lovely Christina from Refrain from the Grain. She yeah. has celiac disease and gave loads of really good insights into a gluten-free Christmas. So we hope you enjoy it and find it useful and not defensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad. Just maybe move the children out of the room. So welcome to our Oh Crams Christmas special guest. Christina from Yay. Refrain from the Grain. Hey guys. Hi, welcome Christina. Thank um, you. We're currently in my living room having a very early Christmas party. We are. With all the Christmas party food. And, and all the Christmas Prosecco. And yeah. <laughs> well, it's no after hours. We have to have some drinks to fuel our party fun. Um, Christina, do you want to tell our listeners who you are and what you do on the gram? Yes. So at Refrain from the Grain, it is a restaurant guide to London. That's pretty much all I do. And uh, yeah, if you want to go for gluten-free food, just have a little look, really. Yeah, Christina has got... Like literally, it's gluten-free food porn for London. It's amazing. She has got so many London recommendations. So, any gluten-free Londoners listening, make sure you go and check her out. Yeah. And just to say that it's basically the whole point of it is that you look at the food and you think, "Oh my god, I want to eat that," and then afterwards you find out it's gluten-free. The dream. So you know. Well, but it's a nice change because you're totally right. Like when we were all first diagnosed, because you're celiac as well. I am. Um, when we were all first diagnosed with celiac disease, like it was all hard loaves of bread and really oh. unappetizing treats that no one else in their right mind would want. Mm. So now that you can take pictures of food that anyone will look at and think, "Whoa, that looks insanely good!" Like that's much. great for celiac as well. It's like a real morale boost. Exactly. It's just kind of the whole point is just to show you that literally you can just eat whatever you want. You can, and so many foods are naturally gluten free. Yeah. And, well, naturally free from so many different things, and it's fine. And even if you're celiac, it's fine. You just have to have the conversation, bish, bash, bosh, done. Yeah, totally. And we're, like, big fans of that as well. And, like, yeah, I think anyone who follows your account would just see, like, all the amazing food you get to eat, despite your celiac status. Can't say that. (laughs) It's not the Prosecco, guys. It's just my inability to speak. It's quite hard, celiac status. Oh, no, I did it. Caveat all listeners, this might go downhill really quickly because we're good friends with Christina and have known her for some time, so... And I've already had several <laughs> Prosecco's, so we're, we're well Yeah, I've been flying with booze. Yeah. yeah, Christmas. We've got to get everyone in the Christmas spirit. Exactly. Christina, how do you find Christmas as a celiac? Because how long have you had celiac disease? About 10 years now. So do you think that you're kind of used to Christmas now? Or was it difficult Oh, yeah. I think at first it's always... It's a bit of a funny one. All of a sudden, you've got to think about gravy. You've got to think about Yorkshires. You've got to think yeah. about stuffing. Yeah. You start thinking about all these things that you were like, "What? What do you mean? I can't have it?" But you can. You know, you can. You just make slight adjustments. You know, you, you're with family. I think a lot of the time nowadays, it's really easy because realistically, like they can't taste the difference. Yeah. So just serve all gluten free, or you know, sometimes with my partner his family I'm not going to do gravy for everybody so I just make my own little gravy I've got my own little gravy boat I don't really have to think about it yeah it's quite and that's an easy one as well isn't it because it's not like um you're going to be making loads of mess at making a gluten gravy or a normal gravy or a gluten I say normal gravy for me is gluten free yeah um so it's very easy to do those additions which will then kind of like make the whole roast dinner easily gluten free yeah exactly yeah. it's fine a big fan of tin foil 
in oh, yeah. the oven. Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> I literally put everything on tinfoil because I'm like, it won't touch anything. I build up little barriers around the side. Oh. For anybody who is listening, I'm currently pretending that I have a box. She's miming. Yeah. I'm miming a box. But that's actually <laughs> like, I do that day to day, but Christmas especially and just having different things on different layers. And, you know, I know it's hard, especially if you're not a cook. Yeah. I think if you don't like cooking, yeah. then it can be a little bit daunting. But even like, what's it? What's that one? Paxo? Yeah, Paxo. Yeah, so Paxo now stuffing. does gluten-free yeah. stuffing. And Arbisto now does gluten-free gravy. Exactly. I mean, it, you've literally, I think if you're newly diagnosed, it's so easy now. Because really, there you go. Those brands that you know and love, Sorry. they've actually... <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for us. My window is open because I've been cooking so much party food in the oven. I'm going to shut the door. <laughs> It'll yeah. be an interesting first Christmas if it's your first celiac Christmas, but it's not going to be as hard as you No, think. but I think that's a really good point as well. I think often we assume... So those of us who are... Like, we're all quite confident home cooks, aren't we? Yeah. So, yeah. like, whipping something up from scratch isn't really a big deal for us. Like, 10 years, no. 20 years experience in gluten-free cooking... But you're totally right. If you're newly diagnosed, it can be really daunting, like knowing how to make gluten-free stuffing, which FYI, really easy. Yeah. Yeah. And actually gluten-free bread works really well in stuffing. And all you need to do is, I think you just sub out the breadcrumbs, right? Use gluten-free breadcrumbs instead of yeah. normal ones. Or if you're really lazy, get a Paxo one. Get a Paxo one. There's I a, there's a Jolly year. Stuffing, I think I like it's the... called. Oh, Jolly something. Yes, okay. Jolly Hog. Is there we go. Hog? See? This oh, is why you guys do the podcast and not me. Mm, Johnny Hog sausages. Mm, so sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Should I get some more pigs and blankets than the other? Yes. I think so. So we're eating mini Kievs. Mm-hmm. They're my favourite. M&S, chicken Kievs, the mini ones, 12 pack, all in the freezer apparently. You can get a 24 pack. I just don't think you can go wrong with them. Oh no, genuinely my favourite gluten-free Christmas party food item of all time. <laughs> I don't know, mozzarella sticks. Oh, okay, yeah, so, right, we had, because we, let's do practicalities, we had the Tesco mozzarella sticks earlier. Which I think, they're basically like inside-out pizzas. They've got, like, tomato sauce mm. in the middle. No, I prefer them without. I like just the normal mozzarella sticks. Do you? I like the, the ones you get in the freezer. Mozzarella one. Yeah, I don't know about the tomato middle. And then I don't I just got... it is spurting garlic butter. <laughs> right Do now. not use that word. Spurt. Spurt. Wait, where's the jingle bells? <laughs> Inappropriate central. Yeah, the Hold key on. of spurting every day <laughs> in a one horse open sleigh. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Spurting around the Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that, no, please, that was amazing. <laughs> um, I've lost our train of thought. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks, also good. Sprouting. Oh, um, what else do we have? Oh, chicken tikka masala bites oh, we also had. Well, it was like a korma in a ball, breaded, like mm, gluten breadcrumbs on the outside with like a chicken curry rice mix inside. Except it's tikka. Yeah, but it, was, it wasn't spicy. Do you know what I mean? No. It had that like real korma curry mm. taste to it. I like them for like, I a real like good bulking item on the buffet table. Yeah. Mm. You know, we just had loads of gluten-free sausages, which is great, but not good for soaking up alcohol. I think I prefer no. a chicken nugget, though. Yeah, do you know oh, what? what? I, I loved them, but I cannot deny the fact that it was basically <laughs> a children's meal baby food curry. Mm. Probably why I liked it. Wrapped in 
breadcrumbs and then deep fried, <laughs> which I'm not opposed to, but that is actually the texture of the inside. Was no, baby that was a good description. Mm. Wonder if Abel would like them. Yeah, she'd love them. She'd Too munch bad. straight through them. She eats everything. Oh, I've got potato skins in the oven. And by oven, she means grill because her oven is still not fixed. If any companies are listening and wants to give Laura an oven, <laughs> for the love of God, somebody send her an oven. Can we just talk about Christmas sandwiches in general? When I say in general, I only mean. So the way that I broke down verbally is not quite entertaining. Jizz? What? <laughs> All right, can you just stop spurting? Jizz. Hey, you're the one who's having spurting around the Christmas tree. <laughs> okay, right. Take two. Take two. I need another cheer. On this. How many have I had? I've had. Okay, this has gone to shit. I'm sorry. I'm just putting it out there. You're going to have to bleep it out, but it has. What's going on? Take three. Scintillating listening. <laughs> <laughs> right, so on this subject of gluten-free Christmas sandwiches, what is the whack? What are you guys thinking? I don't like turkey. Right, so she's out. Right, Sarah? <laughs> well, I like the Tesco one because it comes in a meal deal. Is that even out? Yeah, it mm-hmm. came out this this week that we're recording. So like end Saw of it today. October it came out. In real life. But I haven't seen it and I love apparently the MS Brewing Grape one is back. It is, I saw it the other day. Which I'm dying to find because it's so good. It looked unbelievably good, but I was hungover. I feel oh. like there's a running theme so there, in this There's no turkey and no cranberry sauce in it. No, Therefore, it's a I'm not interested. Brie and grapes. And like thick cuts of brie. Mm. And like what else a good amount of grapes. I'm weird with Christmas food. It, it's so good. Ooh, oh yeah. I'd be down for the toasting mm. and the sandwich. Ooh. Um, Apparently Co-op has a sandwich as well. And Sainsbury's have brought out a wrap version. Which I found the other day. It's, okay. It's cost to bring one out. Costa doesn't do gluten free sandwiches. No, sandwich. I had looked today. They, they used to. They do a parsnip soup, and I do not like parsnip. I, so have I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, I love parsnip soup. No. Mm. We'll get to Costa. Don't believe it's in soup. Set. Hate it. <laughs> what? Don't believe in soup. You don't believe in soup. What is it, mate? You haven't had the right soup. It's. I don't understand. Right, like it's liquid. Food. I just rather eat the food. There's no chewing. I don't feel like I've ever finished it. I've never finished a soup because it's literally liquid. Why would I want to drink my food? I want to chew my food. I enjoy the chewing sensation. Sorry. What's like your party food of choice? Oh god. I mean, we've eaten quite a lot tonight. Very hard question. Um, I don't know. I like it all. I like it all. Anything beige. I basically like all beige food. It's a dream of Christmas parties, isn't it? And that, mm. that's where celiacs mm. and gluten-free people often miss out because you can't just graze yeah. on all the stuff. But you can. Now you can. If you know where to go and people Definitely. can prepare stuff safely for you. Exactly. So going back to Christmas dinner for a minute, um, what do you like typically eat at Christmas? Would it just be a normal Christmas dinner with gluten-free gravy? Or Absolutely. Yeah. So... Every single thing is the same, pretty much. We have, I cook it. I've always cooked, not oh, always, really? but I always cook it. Yeah. And um, so we'll have turkey with the gravy, with roast potatoes. I used to do a carrot and parsnip mash. Ooh, mm. nice. But then it got vetoed by, that's my Prosecco glass stinging. <laughs> it got, <laughs> it got uh, vetoed by my um, partner. So, because oh. he wanted roasted carrots and parsnips and uh, the mash is so great and to be honest do you know what it is is I would do both but I am fundamentally quite lazy inside so it's Christmas though it's always so 
much effort to add in like the parsnip mash and the roasted ones. Yeah. I'm with you like, like go with your one mm. simple solution. But I do love that Christmas, the cooking of Christmas dinner, I yeah. absolutely love. Like I literally have like a timetable and I write each and everything because I will burn it if I don't have like a plan. <laughs> so I just write everything down. Nobody is allowed in the kitchen. This is back when I used to go, well, actually in my mum's house, we have a tiny kitchen. So really, and that's where I do my Christmas dinner. Nobody's allowed in the kitchen. I just sit there and, well, stood, stand there, really. Normally have a good bottle or two of uh, Buck's Fizz. I think you need that for Oh, yeah. Day, oh, definitely. That's the joy of Christmas. Well, day, yeah, because Buck's early. Fizz is just fizzy orange. Yeah. Really. So to be honest, I'm having the time of my life yeah. listening to music. <laughs> and then uh, we all sit around the table, pull a cracker. Cheers to that. Oh, yeah. So that's not a very good clink, is it? It but, wasn't. Clinking with alcohol in the glass. <laughs> the glasses ever. What do you do for alcohol at Christmas? Because also that's mm. like, a lot of people would generally go for yeah, like a beer, which is a bit difficult. But what's your like tipple of choice? Oof. What is, what is the tipple of choice? If you had to choose. If I had to choose, right. Let's talk through the tipples of Excellent. Christmas day. You wake up, right. Yeah. Wake up. You have your breakfast, smoked salmon, quite partial to a smoked salmon yes, on a Christmas yeah, morning. Hundred percent yeah. delicious. Could be in any format. Mm. I'm quite happy with it. I like a bit of scrambled eggs, scrambled salmon, eggs, yeah. cute. So I like to start the day with bubbles. Obviously, I think obviously, that has to be that. yeah. More than happy with prosecco. If it was champagne, I would definitely go for a verve Clico. <laughs> if I'm feeling <laughs> fancy. <laughs> But we I'll had the Aldi one <laughs> earlier. We did. Um, the Aldi champagne, which uh, we got from a Christmas event. That's lovely. It was really good. Yeah, really nice. And to sidestep, you were saying the Aldi gin is apparently amazing. I mean, out of this world. Incredible. So their so Aldi just own brand gin. Is it called Aldi? It's called or? Aldi gin. It's green. Okay. It's in a green bottle. I'm literally going to look for this because yeah. you have been raving about it. I honestly, it's changed my life. Like, I don't buy Hendrix or Sipsmith or anything else anymore because yeah. I'm like, well, this is better yeah wow. so but that that's for later the gin is for I'm later sorry, in so the we're day back to the bubbles so we're on our, you start with any bubbles. sort of fears ideally verb can you go but, if we could you know. <laughs> i mean can you even imagine it'd be it's great. christmas day christmas day um so yeah start with the bubbles and then whatever you can have like i don't know an orange juice on the side if you if you fancy it's it, hydration. if you yeah. need to, to mitigate that Boxing Day pain <laughs> when you wake up oh. having eaten so much food and drunk too much wine, and to start again, exactly. <laughs> well, I then I normally but, but I normally go onto the Bucks Fizz for the cooking. Yeah, okay. Because so you want to have your wits about you. I need to, you know, there's a lot of flames and knives as well. A lot of knives. Yeah, dangerous. You know, I need to be on point. Yeah. Then obviously, but <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to regret getting Alba's toy jingle bells out, aren't I? I'm going to play with these forever. <laughs> Christmas dinner. Yeah. I know it's turkey. I know it's a white meat, but I like to go for a red. You're a red wine gal. I am a red mm-hmm. wine gal. I yeah. would have a white. Yeah. We've had lots of rosé before. We have. Good night. Big fan of a rosé. <laughs> and with wines, just so yes. on the gluten-free front. Wine's gluten-free, right? All wine is gluten-free. Because yeah. we were somewhere for a meal recently and they were like, oh, check if the Prosecco's gluten-free. And you know, you have that moment of just horror. And like, yeah. I've apparently seen like it 98% on... of Prosecco is gluten-free, but just if you're in a bar or something, just check that the bottle oh, will wow, say if it's yeah. not. But there's nothing in like wine or Prosecco that would be gluten It might just be the processing methods. But like, 
I have never seen a bottle of wine or Prosecco that isn't gluten-free. So. I mean, my general thing is all alcohol is gluten-free except for beers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And under that beer category falls like ale and stouts and things like that. Lagers, yeah. That is the only thing that you can't have. Luckily yeah. enough, now you can get tons of gluten-free beer, which is amazing now that you can have it. So there's Stella... There's um, Peroni, Peroni, yeah. Brewdog, yeah. uh, Cobra do one. Cobra now, now does one. Well. Nice, um, but then there's also some really nice little smaller um, yeah. beer. I'm a big companies. fan of Belfield, Belfield Brewery, who are an Edinburgh mm. brewery, and they are run the founders of Celiac. Yeah, their beers are bloody fantastic. And I love Jubel beer. I'm just oh obsessed. yeah, Sarah I do. Is but also Celia Lager. Yes, that's that's is. pretty good. I like their Mars in the Wind, which is that green label one. Yes. That's it's quite so like a Belgian good. beer. So like that's Very nice if you nice. want something a bit with more body. Yeah. And there's also greens as well and they're quite cool because oh, they have um, a range of I mean, you're going to have to double check, but I would say between seven and ten beers. Wow. Each one is a different one. They colour code it and they're really, really like interesting because they know their stuff and they've made each one to be that taste that it needs to be so some of them are really dark some of them much lighter you've got pilsners all of this which is really nice because i'd never drunk beer yeah i found out i was celiac when i was 17 nearly 18 Mm. and i didn't really drink beer before that so now i'm kind of i it's really nice to like learn about it yeah and it's nice to have that choice isn't it rather than just here's a gluten-free beer. Yeah. To then, yeah. like, it's you really You know, cool. different types that are dark and everyone else gets to enjoy that you're like, oh, I Yeah, exactly. That. Exactly. So how do you find eating out? Because obviously you do, like, restaurants. That's your thing. Yeah, yeah. We're Miss Refrain. Refrain. Um, like, how would you find Christmas parties? Because a lot of people worry about that. Yeah, so, like, you know, I've been to lots of Christmas parties It is really quite simple. So what I would recommend is either you go to your HR department and explain that you have a dietary requirement, your celiac, and just explain what that is. They will then contact the restaurant. If you don't have a HR department, that's absolutely fine. Get the name of the restaurant, make sure that you know exactly which booking it is, and you just call them, explain, and make sure that they have it written down. Hopefully then they can call the chef. I would always recommend calling at a time when they're not busy. Yeah, So point. Yeah, totally agree. You know, there's no point calling a restaurant at one o'clock in the afternoon. They're going to be full. Don't ever call a restaurant between seven and ever. Because really... <laughs> so maybe like 11am or like 4pm. Yeah. Like those sort of times. Yeah. You know, 11, 4, it's always really good. Or you, email. Or email. You know, that's also really good. You would be surprised. Like the amount of places that can do it that understand all you have to do is just simply explain it you don't have to you know dramatize it being like oh my god this is gonna be the worst thing if you you're gonna die i'm gonna you know just be really firm and say exactly what it is this is it can you make sure if they say yeah we've got gluten-free pasta ask the question okay cool well obviously do you do it in a separate pot and can you drain it with a different colander Mm. If they say yes, great. If they don't, then maybe try and choose something else on the menu or, you know, kind of just have that conversation. And yeah, it could be a bit annoying, but 
it is what it is. You want to go to your Christmas party. Yeah. You want to kind of enjoy that. I mean, some of us don't want to go to the Christmas party, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> your colleagues aren't listening to this one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it is easy. You just have to put some planning. That's the only thing I say about celiac disease now. Mm. It's just you don't have a huge amount of, like, you can't be super spontaneous. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. It's like the spontaneity can sometimes be taken out of things. But you can still go anywhere. You yeah. really, you can't, not anywhere, but you can go... 90%. Okay. Yeah, now, like, obviously you're not going to be going to a Chinese restaurant because that might not work. You might not go to a fully, like, a sandwich shop. That might not work. But I think your Christmas dinner with your Christmas party thing, you're going to find at least a few things that you can have. Yeah, you're yeah. so right. And that pre-planning aspect does make life a lot easier it means you can enjoy the moment having had exactly. yeah although it was a pain in the butt to have to do all of that like a bit of the planning prep. or the call or the awkward conversation but it is worth it to have a good night exactly yeah. and it's that's basically it you know i think a lot of people really do struggle with the lead up to christmas there's a lot of events it is what it is like i know i've listened to your podcast of course i know that it's very much either Woo-hoo. Eat. <laughs> the level of celebration there. Um, you know, you guys know, you've given, I'm just repeating what you've said, but either eat before, bring snacks, or call ahead. If you're at a friend's house, you know with your mates, they either get it or they don't get it. So yeah. just eat before or eat there. Or bring stuff. Or bring stuff. Yeah. And if it's a really good friend of yours, I mean, the amount of times I've just walked into the kitchen and been like, I need to put this in the oven. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Again, you. you know? My friend even has a baking tray for me, and she's like, "This is your She is friend goals. It is the drink. Well, she mm. is my wife, so I just literally oh. walk in with my food. Although normally she's like, I walk in, she's like, "There's pizza in the freezer for you." I'm like, "What a legend!" Oh, that is actually we should too make much. her like an honorary celiac badge, just oh for being or like so number one celiac supporter. Yes. FYI, Fan. Steve, you're not getting this because you're not listening to the podcast. It's okay, he won't hear this anyway. Steve can have my Celex supporter badge because oh, he's a good cute. one. And Hazza gets it right. Um, Mr. Refrain. Yeah. Mr. Refrain. Mr. Refrain. He's a he really good with like your dietary requirements. Yeah, he has like a sixth sense, is the only way to describe it. Like, mm. we walk into a restaurant, and before I've even finished asking, asking the question, he's like, yep. Or he's like, absolutely not, we're not eating here. Oh, really? Yeah, he just knows. I mean, because I'm, I'm really like, but maybe they can do it. I'm like that. And he literally will just be nip it in the bud and be like, absolutely not, they can't. So I, I do rely that on that. Like a boyfriend thing, because sometimes you feel so awkward, like keep asking questions. But Steve sometimes does it, and he's like, oh, I don't, I don't feel any awkwardness asking the not. question. Never. Sometimes I do when they don't get it, and you're like, oh, how many times can I ask this question? I think more they. I can ask the question like twice, but if I have to ask a third time, it means that it's a yeah. no. Chefs, that's it's their job. Like yeah. that, it's basically it's really important. Kind of like the allergies. It's not just gluten as well. There are so many chefs out there who just get it, and they will ask you, "Are you celiac? Are you this?" They will clean down any sort of surface. I met an amazing chef, and now I cannot remember his name, which is awful, but he works um, in East London. He does pop-ups everywhere, and I ended up just in his kitchen, and he was talking to me about, he was, because I said I was gluten-free, 
we ended up on the celiacs and he was like well, if you ever said you were celiac we would literally wipe everything down yeah. oh, wow. so That's obviously good. when you're just out and about like in a restaurant you're not going to end up chatting to the chef yeah but realistically they they do do that and people can do that and so i went to um tram sheds which is like a, a restaurant in shoreditch on sunday um to try their sunday roast so mark hicks mm, who so is a very like famous chef really and has like a whole chain of restaurants including like hickster on bankside there's a few others um they just cater for people with allergies because he's like there's no reason we can't do it so like you just said christina like if they have a celiac customer they clear down a little zone they have the biggest gluten-free yorkshire puddings i've ever seen in my life and most of the things they do were like naturally gluten-free so onion rings gluten-free they have a dedicated fryer it was just like so refreshing to see a massively popular restaurant that doesn't need to worry about attracting like mm. a gluten-free crowd or whatever mm. but it's just like no we want to cater for those people and they want to welcome those individuals so actually that would be an amazing place for a christmas party yeah. or like a, some sort of roast honestly like we Absolutely. loved it and they were so good and it was so refreshing to be welcomed as opposed to being seen as like the awkward customer who yeah. has a weird dietary requirements but you know just in general roasts they should be gluten-free in most mm. pubs it's always 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 worth asking you're going to be turned away from the couple but gravy they can just use corn flour if they want to thicken it mm. the meat is always going to be gluten-free unless they've put stuffing in it and the vegetables are always gluten-free so really you should be able to just go to places and they can cater for you yeah. it's just yeah. again it's just about asking i guarantee yeah, often the gravy isn't and you, it's kind of frustrating because like you said i right, just use corn flour guys like that's gluten free yeah. and then some yeah. places just will use wheat flour and it's it's one you have to so what do you mean you'd have to check about maybe the rose potatoes yeah. they don't use flour on those like corn flour cheese is another one yeah gravy yeah. and then obviously stuffing avoid that yeah but like I said, other things should be fine. Yeah. But a roast without gravy isn't a roast. I know, no, my mum feels very strongly about this as well. It's just meat and vegetables. I'm with you. I've actually once, when I was younger, taken a jar of gluten-free gravy <laughs> I would do to that. a pub. I feel you're my because hero. Because did, like, this was like back <laughs> in the days before like gluten-free was a thing. Yeah. And they were like, we can do it, but there's no gravy. And I was like, well, that is pointless in my eyes. So I was like, I'm bringing my own gravy. So I just gave the waiter my jar of gravy and I was like, there you go. Burger King used to be really good for gluten-free. So the fries were gluten-free. They're no longer CEX-safe, sadly. And all their, like, meat patties. So I would literally go to Burger King. There's one at Waterloo. And I would would get my bacon double cheeseburger, no bun. And in my bag, in tinfoil, I would have two little slices of gluten-free toast. I still do this now. Do you? McDonald's, yeah. I'm Do too you? nervous about McDonald's. Oh, see, I know our local, like, McDonald's owner, and his yeah. wife is celiac, so it's fine. So, oh, that's, that's, that's a really good point to make, actually, is that with McDonald's, sorry to segue away from... It does baking, not matter. That's literally With McDonald's, it is. like, speaking to the manager in the restaurant, yeah. like you said, you know them, so you know it's safe, but mm. some branches might not be able to accommodate yeah. that, and then other ones might be able to, so you've got to have that conversation, Definitely. haven't you? But it's the same with Itsu. You know, yeah. they're very much like they don't say if things are gluten free anymore on when you go inside. Okay. They just say speak to the manager. Yeah. And it's a yeah, it's a little bit annoying, but yeah. at the same time you speak to the manager and they just give you like this sheet that tells you 
everything that's gluten-free. Perfect. Yeah. So you can literally just walk up and pick everything safe and, like, you don't have that's to worry about good. it. Same with Leon. I know it's quite a controversial one with everybody. Yeah, it's fine. I think it's it's been interesting to, like, dig into how their, like, processes actually apply in practice. I've never had any problems there. I've never no, had any same. problems. But, the, but it's been an interesting, like, topic. Obviously, we talked about it on the podcast, this series. Um but yeah, it's bringing been... it up again. Sorry. No, 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 no. no I meant that it's a good ongoing topic. So like, it's good to get your insight on Leon. Yeah. Well, that's what you think. About I went. It. I went for lunch there today. The first thing they asked me if I had allergies, I said, "Yeah, I'm celiac." And they went, "Okay, cool." And they were like, "But you have to wait an, an extra few minutes because we just need to triple check everything's mm. perfect." That's great that's for fine. me. Yeah. That's like a big tick in the box. Yeah, wow. same. I was like. Alright, great. Yeah. I'm always happy to wait. If someone's gonna make me safe food, I yeah. will happily wait. What would be like some of your top tips for people who are perhaps listening to this who are experiencing a gluten free Christmas for the first time? Can I get this sizzle on the microphone? That's chicken care sizzling. <laughs> Literally, we've got Laura, obviously, at my gluten free guide. We've got <laughs> you as well, Christina. Sarah, who is like GF blogger. There are so many people on Instagram that... my hand on her for that. I know, you didn't. But no, but it's true. Just check that out. You guys are doing all these different guides. You're showing what you can buy in supermarkets. You guys are giving out recipes. You're showing advent calendars or this or that. There's so many... There's so much information out there now. And I really think it's actually just on social media. So yeah. that's my tip. You know... And message. I mean, I know you guys respond. Yeah. I know I respond and I know a lot of other people that do. Obviously, we all do different sort of things, but yes. it's all out there. The information is out there that, and it's being given to you by real people. It's not being given to you by an actual, you know, a company. Yeah. So in that case, for it's me... It's like unbiased. It is unbiased in the sense that if it's <coughs> rubbish, we're not eating it. And we'll tell you if it's rubbish. Yeah. So there you go. That's for me. That's the only tip I have. I love it. Christina, <laughs> really remind us it. again where we can find you on the gram. So at refrain from the grain and there's also refrain from the grain dot blogspot dot com. I love how you had to think about that. <laughs> I know. I always have to think about myself. Yeah. Well if anybody is in London or visiting London or just wants something that's gonna make them feel extremely hungry, <laughs> I definitely recommend checking out your account because it is absolute food goals. Totally. It's Christina's account yeah. is just full of all the delicious gluten free things that you dream about. Mm. Guys, I think we need to eat Kiev's now. Let's go. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. apologies guys for that interview <laughs> it's all part of the christmas fun we did warn you we honestly had so much fun chatting to our lovely guests so thanks again lottie Bryony, christina for joining us on this episode and sharing all your gluten-free knowledge with us and we apologize for any headaches that you may be suffering afterwards i don't know about you laura i'm not feeling too great today <laughs> We really should have encouraged people to like grab a glass to drink along with us. Yeah. Maybe that's irresponsible. Yeah, make sure you always drink responsibly. <laughs> um, so that is all for this Christmas special. If you guys have any other questions about Christmas, please contact us. Just DM us. Um, you contact us on O Crumbs, uh, on our personal accounts as well. Yeah. Obviously, Sarah's GF blogger. I'm my gluten free guide. You can find O Crumbs and O Crumbs podcast all on Instagram. 
And we really hope that you've enjoyed the Christmas special and season one. If you have, it would mean so much to us if you could leave us a little five-star review. Um, it really helps us sort of get out there and reach more oh, people. Yeah. So that would be like a Christmas do. gift to us. It would be the best Christmas gift ever. And we're going to stop begging in a minute, but honestly, uh, those reviews make such a massive difference to us and will be the thing that enable us to continue working on this podcast in the future. So thank you to anyone who has already left us one. Yeah, and you guys are the best. Honestly, we've had so many ice reviews and we really appreciate it. And I guess we should just say, we hope you have the most amazing Christmas. Yeah, happy Christmas, everyone. Have a wonderful festive season. And we will definitely be back in the new year. So early 2020, Series 2 will be hitting your podcast players. And make sure you keep an eye on our social media accounts because we will be announcing the launch date there very soon. Happy Christmas, guys. Oh, wait, how do I cannot do a Merry Christmas one? That's enough of that. Hey. Damn it! Yay, Christmas! <laughs> no, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, let's do this. Hi, guys! <laughs> <laughs> now, that sounded really enthusiastic. Hi, guys! <laughs> And this is a bit of an after hours episode because a lot of Prosecco was consumed in the making of this. Mm-hmm. As all festive parties should, should be. Must be. <laughs> what? What? Honestly, I take haven't been three. drinking any, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> take three, take three. And a lot of Prosecco was consumed in the making of this, so I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> Let me shut that door. Stupid siren. Okay, so I'll be like, yeah? I'll, I'll do a link right. Sorry, you have to edit later. I'll do a link, right? <laughs> link incoming for the notes. <laughs> oh, damn it! Do you, can I go for a wee? You can totally go for a wee. That was a good sound check. Lottie? <laughs> do you need a wee? I'm fine without a wee, thank Lottie you. Lottie does not need a wee. Sarah, do you need a wee? Yeah, come on, now you've got to sing a song for us. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Is that even a song? <laughs> I don't think it is. You have to, you have the... to put the, the Baileys in a... I've had so much Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have Maybe the Baileys. Maybe we should put a warning on this, people. Christina Only like, listen after the water show. Don't let me have too much Prosecco and we're on what, a third bottle? I don't know what you're talking about.